Hey, I'm Olivia Christian. Thanks so much for clicking play and joining us for this episode of Long Story Short by Vistaprint. In this episode, our host, Carla Marie, is joined by Adriana Kerrig, founder and CEO of Little Words Project. Now, I want to make sure you listen out for a few gems that stood out to me in this conversation about branding. The topic of brand personality. Number one, let's start there. Your voice, your tone, your story, all of those elements make up your brand personality and it differentiates you from your competitors. So don't shy away from infusing that into your business. It will allow you and your customers to really connect in an authentic way and for them to understand you, the person or persons behind the brand. More on that topic of getting to know you. Take customers behind the scenes a little bit. Let them in on your brand building journey. You'll find yourself some loyal customers that are rooting for your success and want to help you get there. Lastly, the opportunity for your business to be more than a revenue stream. Now, of course, you want to make money, you want to be profitable, but it can also be a demonstration of your values, leveraging it to give back to the community, to invest in causes that you care about can both broaden your audience and fuel your success. All right, that's enough for me. Let's jump into the conversation. It's Long Story Short with Carla Marie, brought to you by Vistaprint. As you just heard, I am Carla Marie. This is Long Story Short by Vistaprint. I am a new small business owner, but I have been obsessed with small businesses forever. And through this entire series, we are going to learn the ins and outs of small businesses from successful small business owners like today's guest, Adriana Kerrig, the CEO and founder of one of my favorite brands, Little Words Project. Hello, Adriana. Hi, Carla Marie. How are you? I am doing great. But for those people who don't have a stack of Little Words Project bracelets on their wrists like I do, can you explain what Little Words Project is? Yes, absolutely. First of all, if you don't have a stack, we have to change that. That's first and foremost. (laughs) Um, Little Words Project is a pay it forward jewelry brand all about inspiring kindness in the female world Um, and really the world at large. What we do Mm -hmm. is we put different inspirational words on each of our bracelets, as you just demonstrated so lovingly. And the idea is to wear your word for as long as you need it and then pass it on one day to someone who needs it more than you do. Um, And the best part is that each one comes with a little tag. And on that tag is a little code that you use to register the bracelet on our mobile app or website. And then you can actually track and see where it goes as it moves from person to person. So just a really fun pay it forward concept um, that has been about eight, well, seven and a half years in the making now. Yeah, it's funny. I got to pass my bracelet along to a child once at a children's hospital. Mm. And I will never forget that moment. And it was one that said, you look great. And it was just one of the coolest feelings in the world. And it wasn't just me with a product. It was a feeling. And that's what I love about Little Words Project. You are more than a brand. You are a personality and a feeling. So explain what Little Words Project's personality is Mm -hmm. as a company. Because I feel like brands need to have a personality on top of just being a brand. Absolutely. I would actually argue that, I mean, there's two different terms. Brand can mean two different things, right? It's just like the name of what you've created, right? So this is your brand. My brand name is Little Words Project. Mm -hmm. But my brand, my identity is that personality. That is what in my head branding is, is what is that personality? What is that other story that you're telling and and the ethos that is kind of woven throughout everything you do? Um, So for us, it's kindness. It's about 
self-love and positivity. And if you don't love yourself first, it's very hard to pass that kindness out to others. Right. You know, so Mm -hmm. it's, it's really all about, um, having, giving something to our customer that they can look down at and feel inspired by, but then also giving them that ability to pass that on when the time comes and knowing, like you just said, it's a feeling that you're passing. It's an experience that you're having. So yeah, I think as far as personality goes, we're all about kindness, self-love and being ourselves, being true to ourselves. We're really transparent on our social media. And I think that really goes a long way with the customer and building that community. And I love what you said about experience. If you're a brand that can make someone feel something when they're purchasing or using your product, then Mm -hmm. people are always going to remember your brand. So the fact that you have created a feeling for people is huge. And not every brand does that, but you guys have succeeded that very well. Right. And thank you. And I would also argue that every brand should try to do that. Um, Just as far as like what we're trying to do here, right? Branding best Mm -hmm. practices. I think the number one best practice is giving the customer an experience, a feeling, Mm -hmm. something that they want to come back to, something they want to support, you know, and maybe it is just showing how trans, you know, being transparent and saying, I'm making these all in my basement, which is how I started because then people kind of sign on board and want to get, want to, want to follow along. Um, I can also speak from experience through the year of COVID, um, which was obviously very difficult on a lot of small businesses, we were one of the lucky few that um, I think were able to power through that because of the feeling that our product mm-hmm. gives. And I think that ultimately, you know, if you can weave some sort of feeling or experience into your product, it really will weather just about any storm, yeah. as was proven this year. So Adriana, you just mentioned that Little Words Project started in your parents' basement, I yep. believe. It was just mm-hmm. you. Now you've got 25 employees. So how do you make sure that your brand is still carried out every day when there's all these other hands in the brand? Oh yeah. That was probably one of the hardest parts about starting and growing a business. Um, it's definitely people, you know, having to find the right people, put them in the right seat on the bus. It's one of the most difficult things, but it's also one of the most crucial. So for me, it's been a lot of trial and error. It's a lot of you know, it started just hiring friends of friends um, and anyone who was willing to work for me and literally bead bracelets. Um, and then, you know, it's become and evolved into finding experts in the industry and trusting what they've done in the past, but also how much they love Little Words Project. I think it goes back to that same message. Like I said, it's, it's all about inspiring that kindness and giving that experience and that feeling. So the people who come on board start to feel the same thing. Like you really do become a part of a family when you join Little Words Project's team, but it's that same family experience that everyone feels when they watch our stories or interact with us on social media or come to one of our in-person events once they come back. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's really what it comes down to is when I when I hired these people, it's really just kind of instilling that same sense of community and purpose. And it made them want to make my dream their own. Um, so it's been a lot... It's been, don't get me wrong, it's still been hard, um, sure. but it's, you know, it's, it's about trust and knowing that you built something that um, is going to kind of, like I said earlier, weather that storm and, and keep people engaged. You mentioned your social media, and I think you guys as a company do such a great job at showing your personalities, everyone in your office through your social media. You aren't throwing up here, buy this bracelet, buy this bracelet. Like you said, you truly do show the team and everyone around it. You're not hiding who's behind this brand ever. Right. No, because, you know, ultimately we have nothing to hide and and we're all human beings and we're not perfect. And I think that's part of what makes people so engaged with us. You know, it is seeing like, this is the nicest that I probably have looked in multiple months. Now, 
I did give birth two months ago. So I mean, kind of a big deal. I have a little bit of an excuse, but before that, I still looked a mess. Like I was coming into the office, you know, rolling out of bed. Like I don't really subscribe to like dress how you want to feel or whatever. It's like dress how you need to feel comfortable to yeah. get things done. Yeah. Um, but we show that we show that on our stories. We show the behind the scenes. And I think it's, this isn't like just your typical conversation about branding, because, you know, when you think branding, you think visual branding really. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is very important. And we're going through we'll like, do our- that. Two weeks in your next episode. <laughs> yep. We have, we're already on like our 10th iteration of this brand because we're always trying to find the visuals that will catch up to what we've established in okay. person and as a brand concept. And I do really think it comes down to what, like you said, we're how transparent we are and that I'll show you the messy middle and the the beginning and and hopefully you'll stick around till you know the end which hopefully never comes <laughs> never so you mentioned that there are a few iterations of the brand so little words project is geared towards females but last year you actually launched a unisex line so yep. as a brand then how do you continue to branch out and grow your company but always staying true to your brand yeah i think it comes down to as well knowing our our customer and knowing that that customer is giving us feedback, right? So we have a really great feedback loop just in our comments, our DMs. It's one of the number one things that I wouldn't give up for like five years was Instagram because I was the one who I was like, I need to see every comment. I need to see every DM. I was in the weeds with it. And then recently, and you know, now we're going on year eight in November. Um, so we've had a couple of years now where I haven't had any involvement with the Instagram. And it's so funny because I still have members of my team will send me comments that or, or DMs where people are like, Hey, Adriana, like for whatever reason, they still think I'm, I'm the one manning it. That's yeah, amazing though. That's amazing. Cause I think it really does show that like, we really have created this culture of like, you can DM the founder of a company and cool. it's no question that's getting away a little bit from the original question about the unisex, but yeah, it's, it's knowing that customer and knowing what they've been asking for. And, you know, kindness is something that exists amongst all people, regardless mm-hmm. of, how you, you know, identify. And I think that was something we really wanted to see carried through to this year. Now I'm, I'll be honest, the unisex line is not nearly as good as every other collection because I love it. I have, I love it as far as, as far as sales, right? Here's the transparency. Like it didn't sell, it didn't sell as well as we wanted it to, I should say. But the point being, we still have it because we still want there to be something, not necessarily something for everyone because it's hard to do. And then you kind of get away from your original purpose, but for our customer who maybe is genuinely just the female 18 to 35 year old girl who we think her to be. She wants to buy something for her boyfriend, her, her father, her Mm -hmm. son, her little brother. We want her to have that option. Um, So it's not necessarily appealing to men, but appealing to the women that have men in their lives that they want to be able to involve in this community that they love so much. And that's kind of every time we launch something new, we want to think, how is our customer going to be able to, how is this going to enrich her experience with Little Words Project? You mentioned events back when we had those. What was it like creating your brand in person? Was that a different experience? Did you try to emulate that feeling at an event? or Because I've never had to create an event for a brand. So what is that process like? Oh my gosh. Well, when we're doing those events, it's it's really just kind of duplicating what we do online. It's like, okay, you know, if we're going to have... 
if we're going to be communicating with our customers via DM or comment, and we're saying, thank you so much, we're so excited to have you, or, you know, we appreciate your business, whatever, then we kind of do that same thing in person, right? So it's just putting together an experience for the customer. A lot of times it's a shopping experience, obviously, because what better opportunity to buy little words than to see them in person, stack them up, see how they, a little ASMR for you. I don't know if you can hear that. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> my cats stack. love it too. They're so pretty. Yeah. Right. My pet, my, my baby has been loving it lately. And I'm like, Oh, I'm teaching you well. But anyway, so when you have those in-person events, you really do get that option to kind of have that FaceTime with the customer. They can play with the bracelets. They feel the love and they're seeing me, they're seeing Mariah, they're seeing our team that we've built in the flesh. And mm. I can't tell you how many times people have said, Oh my God, I feel like I know you. I feel like yeah. we're best friends already. I'm like, that's the point. We wanted this to be a friendship for our customers and really feel like we're a part of their friend group. As a business owner, then obviously you believe in the the process of your personality is your brand. You're very much involved. It's got to be daunting as a business owner a bit. Like you said, you were in the weeds to really be your brand all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely daunting. Um, I will say that sometimes it's funny, like earlier iteration of the brand, we considered ourselves like the nice girls and we still do. That's still very much so who we are. Still nice. We're still nice, but there are, there's a part of me that also identifies as like, you know, a, a empowered boss B, you know what I mean? Like I'm not going to curse here, but, and I'm like, I've, I've got that colorful personality. And sometimes I'm like, I don't want anyone to misconstrue what nice is. Right. So Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like, I, I know I'm nice, but there's also, you know, that, that, that part of me that got to where I've gotten. And it's not because I kind of just allowed things to happen to me. I went out and I got, I grabbed them. Um, and I think that what, one of the things we wanted to do as a brand is kind of make sure that customers know that you can be nice and still get somewhere, you know, you can be nice and still advocate for yourself. You don't have to just be a quiet, nice girl. So mm-hmm. we tried to kind of take that word and reinvent it in a way. Um, but to answer your question, it, it had always been a little difficult for me because I'm like, I'm definitely really nice, <laughs> but I also want to like curse every once in a while. Sure. I'm like That's okay. So And your brand can evolve and your brand's personality right. can evolve, but it's oh, yeah. staying true to what you're putting out there. I'm curious how far into the process of creating your company, of creating little words project, did you realize, okay, this isn't just a company. It's not just a business. It is actually now a brand. And what was that moment like? Like, What made you realize it was more than a company? If I'm honest, Mm -hmm. I felt that way from the beginning. I love that. Even just back when I was starting it, you know, there was a lot of people who doubted what the product looked like. It was like, are you sure you want to do those little white letters? Are you sure you don't want it? It looks like my child could make it. Like it was always, I was always playing, like fighting this uphill, like their juvenile battle. Mm. And, you know, people would say, well, you know, why don't you just make an Etsy page and start there? And, and look, Etsy is great. Etsy is a wonderful starting point for so many businesses. But for me, I knew in my head that I was going to be fighting that uphill battle about what they looked like. So I knew it needed a brand identity. I knew it needed experience. I knew it needed to like the customer needed to come to the website and see a video, see a story, understand this was a community that they were joining. Um, so from the very jump, we really knew that that was important. And it's really been the thing that has carried us through the entire time. And why I honestly think that these bracelets, which are so simple, and I will own that we were the first to kind of bring back the look seven years ago. It. <laughs> now, I will not say I invented them because we've all been making these since the camp days, obviously. Yes, camp. But 
the look was not accepted when I first started. Like I said, I even best friends and family saying, I think you should go in like a gold direction. And I was like, no, we're going to do this. But that's my point. I think that's why we're able to sell so many. I think that's yes. why so many customers love them. It's because it's more than just a product. It's an experience. And the product is kind of second thought, which is pretty cool. Thank yeah. You. It's the <laughs> feeling is first. Exactly. I love that you've proved the importance of being a brand and not just a company today for anyone who is a small business owner or future small business owner. What you have shared today is so impactful for them and so important. So we're going to keep doing this week after week. So in two weeks, we are going to do another stream about visual branding with the founders of Happy Box. So I'm really excited to talk to them. They are two sisters who launched a company together. So that'll be a lot of fun. Adriana, everyone needs to go follow Little Words Project on Instagram for feel good time and uh, go check out the brand, yes. littlewordsproject.com. Thank you so much for being here. I know you've got a baby who needs to eat. So I appreciate <laughs> you taking time out of your day for yes. doing this with us. Oh my God, absolutely. And one quick shout out to Vistaprint, who was yes. in fact the people who printed our original cards when we first launched the product. Um, so it's just so incredible to have been a part of this. And that's another huge part, which I'm sure you'll get into next week or your next episode yeah. of visual branding is having those um, those pieces, those touch points that the customer can take home and learn about your product. Vistaprint is the the way to go there. So that's amazing. Shout I didn't out. even know that. Thank you. I know. Right? Full circle. I, like, <laughs> a little a little late to mention it, but I'm just so grateful to have so been a cool. part of this. Thank you for letting me be the kickoff. Thank you for supporting small businesses, and we'll see you back here again in two weeks. Thanks for listening to Long Story Short. Please make sure you subscribe to this podcast and or join us every other Tuesday for our live show. Look for Vistaprint on Facebook. Twitter and YouTube for the live stream. We've got more great guests that will share details about their small business journey, some tips and best practices that we hope will help you grow and sustain your business. Until next time.